0: drawn into a cult. And I totally uh, disagree with that now.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. I also have with me
2: Armando Avizu here.
1: Yep. And what we do here on the Criterion Cult Podcast is we like to talk about a film that's on the Criterion Collection, and then one of us... Each episode brings a film that we believe should be in the Criterion Collection. You know, it, it should be worthy of what the Criterion Collection does, which is give uh, releases to films from all across the globe, all different time eras. They give them these great releases, great uh, sound picture quality. Yeah, it restores Just, them. Pretty yeah, much. they restore them. They do all kinds of great stuff to them. So that's kind of what we're doing here, talking about film, but also giving it a reason why it should belong in the Criterion collection yeah and
2: to explore the criterion collection as well exactly to get, and to,
1: to dig into deep, deep into that and to get yeah. you guys to dig deep into that and hopefully because you don't you're not going to want to miss this one this is a, this is some sweet tales of revenge Ooh. we've got on the criterion collection well it's called diabolique i believe the devils is what it translates to and that's from 1955 spine number 35 that's directed by Henri Georges Clouzot. i believe he is french he is french Yes, yes, because it's based on a novel written by Pierre Bollier. Yeah,
2: but he's a French filmmaker for sure. He is a French filmmaker, is in French, yes,
1: yes, and it stars. But the subtitles are in English, (laughs) yeah, yes. The subtitles don't you, you don't have to worry, the subtitles will be in English, so you can read them. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a good thing to point out there.
2: I just want our viewers, our listeners to know.
1: And it stars we don't have any subtitles in English, unfortunately. But this film stars Simone Sigonoret. She plays Nicole. We got Vera Closette, who plays Christina. We have Paul Mariez, who plays Mikel, and Charles Venel, who plays Le Commissionaire. who you know, again, you know, unfortunately. We're not very good at accents, and I'm trying. I really am. I'm not trying to make fun of these things, but that's just the best that I can do. I'm sorry. What this film is about, it's about the wife and mistress of a loathed school principal plan to murder him with what they believe is the perfect alibi. Oh, yeah. A wee-wee-wee. Yeah,
2: and it's easy to loathe this guy, right? It it is very easy. It's it's, It's pretty hammy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And
1: that's, yeah, let's just get right into that. Yeah. Right off the bat, as soon as they show you who this guy is, you're just like, oh, yeah, like, kill him. <laughs> There's no reason why you shouldn't. Yeah.
2: And why not the mistress be into it?
1: Well, what's really weird, is that's such like a weird, especially for an older film from the the 50s, from the mm-hmm. 1950s, for there to be a a mistress and a wife who know each other and know that they're both that... They both know those roles. Yeah. Like, they know that their husband's a... You know, the husband and the lover is a piece of shit. Mm. And they sort of just deal
2: with it when are we gonna get back to those days i mean (laughs) you know when the when the guy could just run around run a school be a principal of a school because his wife owns it
1: literally when when a guy could literally marry a woman who owns something and just take it over because he's the man he's the man and the courts are gonna be like well he's the man he's the guy what happened to those days people (laughs) no we don't want we don't want those make america great again we're trying to get we're trying to get past those days and that's what I think what's great about this film in terms of the subject matter is it captures that, which is, like, a pretty crazy thing that, you know, obviously When we a all wife know. knew
2: her place and a mistress knew her place. It <laughs> <laughs> was just a great time, right? I mean. Well,
1: it just captures the frustration of that. Like, of that, you know, back in the day, yeah, it was just men that had the power. I mean, they yeah. still do. I mean, obviously it's not as bad as that time. But back in the yes. 50s, like, men... You know, men can just smack their wife and then people are like, hey, what are you doing? And they're just like, well, she spoke out of line. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. And then smack the
2: mistress because they're <laughs> staying right next to each other. Yes. That's this what guy I mean. just has like a lot of like...
1: Uh, he's got too much free reign. Yeah. I mean, I think he really represents power in, in the sense of like, you know, our government and like mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, you know, you know, not to get all serious, but that really what it feels yeah, like. Yeah. Like he's literally like everything where yeah, it's just like, I can Definitely where do you bring whatever. that up.
2: Okay, so yeah, he's like so say yeah, the her husband is the power this guy, Michelle uh De Yeah, it's something yeah. right. They yeah, call something them, like yeah, that.
1: 'Cause they use their all they use their last names in Yeah, because they, Mr. So, DeSalia. Because the or, like, kids in the that. school that he runs they have to call them um it's like Madame and yeah. um What's one for the guys? Is it the same thing as it Mr a, or? I, I think it's so... There you go. Moncier. Moncier. There, there you go. go yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: Okay. But yeah, so yeah, how are you saying that, like it's like a weird like kind of government power dynamic, you know? Because obviously, I mean, film I mean on the surface, yes, it's a husband and mistress and like and the wife dealing with like this struggle, you know. Right. But you putting it into the this like how the government treats us, like it's they have too much power and then when you think this person's your friend also has this power over you, controlling you, kind of leaning you towards this way to do something stupid. Right. and know? that
1: power, that government power, puts people against each other. So it's fight like the power of people. Well, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, first and foremost, let me just say this: for any women, don't get mad at the mistress; get mad at the guy. Yeah. She's... Why would you be like, like you know? Because in this, it sort of goes both ways. And again, mm. I don't want to like ruin too much of this film. I mean, I, I know I... we get into spoilers, but I don't want to give too much away.
2: I. I don't know. I feel like to talk about this movie a little bit. It, well, maybe we don't, but... We I'm, can
1: sort of slip a little bit out as it goes, because you're right. Yeah, we do kind of have to get into it, but still, definitely I really it, would hope people would watch this movie. Because it has enough twists and it's turns. It's better to
2: go in this film blindly. Like, yeah. don't even read the synopsis. Mean, I'm sorry we read the synopsis, but don't even listen to the synopsis or read it. <laughs> right. But just go in to watch it. You know, it's a revenge film. That's about it. Like Right. You know?
1: And know that it's about sort of that idea of that power can sort of play people like puppets. Mm-hmm. People yes. that they should we should all be going if we all rallied up against the power, yeah. we'd probably win. And here it shows kind of that dynamic of that that is sort of true, but mm. also if the power controls you to a way that it makes you think that you have to do something else yes. against the people, you know, that that it it goes both ways. Yeah. Power is just not no, it like made who me control, really
2: like, like it's like who, like question who controls the power, well, and it, who, yeah.
1: Both of these films, with Wild Tales, which were what we're going to talk about yeah. later, it really made me think about that idea of like power. Like, do I want power? Mm-hmm. Do I want to have any kind of control over somebody? Because no, because as humans, you're never going to use that in a good way. Yeah, it's
2: you're, always it always ends badly. Yes, it always like it always ends up you. uses their their power negatively and, or and or in eventually like a, you're you know using like,
1: like a personal way where you're yeah. just like well you know what i you know i i have control of this person so i'm just gonna make them clean up after me or do whatever yeah you know just do whatever it is i mean there's a i mean this is for uh for it being from the 50s and you know i don't i haven't seen every film from from the 50s but i watch yes. a lot of films yeah. from the 1950s this has what i would say is probably one of the first um sort of sexual assault uh, scenes that I've seen from the 1950s oh really when he you know when he sort of like it doesn't really show it but the husband just you know the wife is just like I hate you like I'm only with you because I have to be mm-hmm. and I don't want to be with you and he just like he's been drinking wine and he just like pushes her into a corner and he just hears go no no and it goes to black yeah and obviously you know what it is that he does because the next scene is She's getting out of the bed, trying to sneak out while he's all drunk, laying on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And I've never really seen that, and, and you know what I mean.
2: And yeah, we won't say it's the first, but it's. I wouldn't say it's the early first, on, but like,
1: I've me personally, I've uh, never yeah. seen it in that. So to see it there but it was, that it was, way, it yeah, was pretty shocking. It, yeah, you know, even because you know, you, you know, you've seen shit in Gasper no- Noah films where, like, Irreversible is just like this hor- horrific sort of sexual assault scene and stuff, and but even seeing it in this way from the 50s where they they don't show anything it's just you hear off screen a no no and it goes to black it still made me feel gross yeah less is more yeah yeah it it actually worked better because it made me like you know you use your imagination and you're just like fuck like she's enduring some dumb shit right now because this Mm. fucking dumb idiot that should die you know yeah and that's what i think is great about the storytelling from you know, because again, I, I don't watch every film from the 50s, but I, I try to watch as many films as I can from the 40s and 50s, especially because you know th- those are the prime times for from a lot different of films. times. Yes, yeah. not just yeah, and you want Dark Knight on. Yes, because it, it helps. There's you a movie. Exactly. There's
2: movies b- before Dark Knight, and there's movies after Dark. Knight. Yes,
1: there was movies before the Marvel Cinematic Universe existed for sure. Yes, yeah, and, and this so, is one and, of them, and, and, and it kind of helps you look at movies in yeah. a different way. And so, like watching this. You know, it, it really did help me kind of realize that, oh shit, like back in the day, people were really like doing shit, especially foreign directors. Yeah. They were doing stuff that wasn't, you know, this is, it feels very much like Hitchcock in terms mm, of the yeah, direction. Definitely. It has a very Hitchcockian uh, uh, sort of feel to it, but it, it's its own thing still. It's not like it's a ripoff or anything. He still adds yeah, a bunch of stuff Yeah, it doesn't feel
2: like. I mean, you, rem, reminiscent of Hitchcock, but it doesn't feel like, oh, this is just Hitchcock, you know? Yeah. This is another guy doing, like, filming a mystery suspense thriller in his own way, you know? Right. But, I mean, a lot of, I mean, watching this film, I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I was into it as much as, like, going okay. through you know? And why is that? One of the well, things, what do you think about it? One then? of the main things is just uh, the, uh, the wife's acting, Vera Closette. Like, her, she's just very you just dramatic. not like to
1: see women have power. No no, 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 no. I'm just
2: kidding. There's a scene where, like, they're, like, in, like, kind of um, the mess hall area. Like, all the children are eating and everyone's eating and stuff. And I forget what happens, but she, like, she goes and cries and sits down on one of the benches. And it's really very dramatic, very like hammy, like
1: she is very over dramatic in this. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that that is a that is a fair criticism of this film yeah. and that she does feel very much like that, but I think it works for the time, I think it works for what's going on. You know, and she has a heart condition, mm. which is that's how they explain yeah. things back in the day. Especially screenwriters. It's like, why is this? Yeah. Why would well, this? Especially doctors. <laughs> yeah, especially I... doctors back yeah, in the take 50s. A, take this and get some bed It's rest. like, oh, my wife fainted um, out of nowhere. She must have a heart condition. I just brought a suitcase yeah. with with a thermometer. Yeah. And, and with a Mr. Th- Potato Head. <laughs> the... Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, like, I have no way to really tell what's wrong with you. She must, it must yeah, be that. She just needs bed rest. That, yeah, that
2: was it, their answer for everything. Yeah, it was always like bed rest. Don't or get up. Like, just, she must bed. have a heart condition.
1: Yeah. yeah, she gets scared about things. Oh, heart condition. And so that was sort of a, a really overdramatic way to to um, amplify I mean, that, you know, that her, that she had, a, like, she had a broken heart. Yeah, she had I a broken mean, heart. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, yes, and the, the husband is hammy too, but it wasn't as bad as the wife's like her like hamminess and even the mistress she she was actually really good uh simone sin cornet or whatever she was she, she was, was really great she was goodness. she was acting in another like she was acting in the film and the other two were acting in a different film kind of you i can
1: sort of see that but I, I i don't think she was too um i don't think she was too standout in what the other act actors were doing in terms of what this like uh you know what the, she was, the material she was really acting. Asked that's what I'm for saying, you know, like for sure she is really good at yeah, this. Yeah,
2: I believe her as everything. How everything rolls out, like that's she sells the story for me. You know, in the end, like, yeah, uh, yeah, the end, definitely. You
1: know? I mean, I I I get what you're saying about the acting, about um about Vera Closette, yeah. about Christina. I, I understand that mm. because there are scenes where um she's very overdramatic in terms of the way she's and reacting staring to things where, off into where, where nobody's whatever. really reacting that way mm-hmm. but it does help in the scenes where it needs to be that way right what scene what what scene well for instance where she is um in bed sick and she just starts hearing someone going through the house mm-hmm. and she thinks and she you know she knows it's the husband who they believe is dead yeah and they believe that he's been coming back and haunting them and doing these weird things. Yeah, that's
2: true. That was that was good. That that whole scene. That was like, just because the filming and, and the, the, the sequence, fil- obviously the filming as well. Know. It
1: just shows you the shoes of the husband. There's the, other parts and the, where it
2: felt like a horror movie. You know, yeah, and yeah like, Because where, she it, is
1: very just like, oh my god! Like she is very frightened, mm-hmm. and, and it does feel like that. You know, when you hear something in the night, yeah, and, and you would walking, be super frightened, yeah, and you, you would just be like kind of, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And you know, you. You would have that kind of reaction, but but I guess you're right. There are other scenes where she does feel kind of like, well, it's just like, well, relax. Like, yeah, you know, everyone's I just, just think, being normal. Yeah, I just, just think calm down. If,
2: if another actress was in it, it would just, it would work a lot better. I mean, the well, film works and everything, you know, hmm. but it would just give it another level to, to the story and like how for everything sure, played out and sure. just how, and how he could play that meek wife part, you know? I get you. Yeah, no, no, Definitely. I get
1: you. I think the Criterion Collection ag- disagrees with you. But I get what you're saying. Totally. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just yeah. kidding. But no, no, I, I completely agree because I did see that as well. I'm mm-hmm. not even like saying that yeah. because you said I, I did no, see no, that. Yeah, there were scenes I mean, you where, can't not see that. Yeah, there maybe. were she's scenes fucking... where I was just like, oh wait, come now. There's scenes right. where she's staring Relax. off into nothing you because know? there's like and I kid get actors. what she's trying to do. Yeah. there's kid actors in this and they're not even and as they're dramatic. fine. They're yeah, like, they're, they're very yeah. grounded. They're very yeah yes. for sure. So that is a very good observation. But I don't think that really hinders it. I think it. It helped it in terms of the thriller aspect. She was just very, like, sweaty and just always, like, panicked, even when there was no reason to be. And so I guess it sort of just helped that dynamic. She was just, like, on
2: edge. Like, it was just, like, you wanted to, like, shake her and be like, just stop. Like, just, you know, like.
1: Yeah, just chill. Like, shut up. Like, chill. Like... And even when she, you know, and and there is that, you know, and that makes the movie good, though I think because mm-hmm. you need a character who has that guilt and has that suspense, who doesn't want to be a part yes. of this is what's going on, and she has to question it and stuff like that. Even mm-hmm. though she was a bit overdramatic in terms of yeah. some scenes, but, but you need now that. that you say That's that, that
2: makes it. a lot of sense. Yeah, especially you need that. for uh, Nicole's character, right? Where like, you know, they plot the, the so the whole movie is that they plot this. The mistress and the wife they plot against the husband. Yeah, they're they're like, gonna let's go. Kill they're gonna fool. kill him, you know, yeah. because like she th- uh Vera thinks it's over with them and with the husband and the mistress and and he's a nasty piece and, of shit. Yeah, he's real like he's just he's
1: nasty to children. He's nasty yeah, to everybody. Everyone. He's just a nasty piece of shit.
2: He's gonna hit on the woman on the train when he's on when he's on a way to go get uh, yeah, a yeah horny uh, Christina. nasty piece yeah. of shit. But yeah, so like, like it, most men. But her role, Nicole's like kind of character. Uh, when you see the end, and you know what happens, it, and you look back at her like, perf- like her actions in the film, you know, it makes a lot of sense why well, she's kind you of know what? she's cool as a cucumber. Today. I like
1: that you're. I like that you're bringing that up because that is that does actually add a layer to her acting as yes. well. Yeah, because she is, like you said, she's good. From the very start. Yeah. And then once you get to the end, you kind of realize the whole thing behind what's going on, which again, we can give away stuff, but not too much.
0: Yeah.
1: You're just like, oh shit. Like she's actually like, she knew how to play everything that was going on. She
2: did. She didn't. She didn't because maybe of her coolness kind of a little bit, you know? Well, yeah. Now that you realize going back, you know? Right.
1: Now I guess that's another thing too. You see the very, very end and you're like, well, maybe... That coolness gave away yeah. stuff to somebody else who might have exactly. noticed. Yes. Yeah, for sure.
2: That's why I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's, but, but but, that's a great. That's great. I mean, because I was tricked, definitely. I mean, I don't know how you. I mean, yes, obviously, someone could probably figure it out.
1: You know? No, I mean, look. I again, I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm a type of person who loves to be tricked and stuff. But it's sort of easy nowadays to look at films. You know, we we talked about the little things on HBO. You yes, can look at things and just can, kind of be like, Oh well, I noticed the little things. Yeah. And I noticed what's gonna I know what's gonna happen in this fucking movie. But the movie. little
2: things didn't notice the little things. And, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well little things didn't try to have anything. Any little they things. Just, so. They just it was just a bad yeah. movie. Yeah. But that's what I mean. You know, we you know, you could look at movies and be like, Okay, I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But in some ways there's some films who are or they're not worried about that. They're not caring about if you're trying to that's not figure the point, it out. Yeah. They're, they're just trying to give you style and good, give you good performances and give you like a good story. And honestly,
2: I was just taken for the ride. I wanted to see sure. where this goes.
1: But here, that's what I'm saying, but here I think it really is worried about tricking you. And I think it mm-hmm. does it in such a way that, yeah, that works. Yeah. It, it's like, it's, it's, it is the foundation of what movies like this where it's that, you know, just any film that you watch where people... For instance, even I know what you did last summer, where they get rid it of a body. Reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah I where you get of rid that. of a body, and then the body just disappears, and, and all the little leaving things, notes and, and there's like little things, things popping up where yeah. it's just like, oh, this person might still be alive. His suit was clean. Yeah, His,
2: like you know, like I want that. That's another thing. That's another layer to think about, like because obviously they kill him. They they poison him, um, uh, Christina and Nicole, and then they have him in like a. In, their, in her bathtub or whatever and like overnight you know and they bring them back to the school and they throw them in their pool right and they're like both Nicole and Christina are just waiting for the body to be found and the and they just keep waiting and that's like another layer of like suspense where they're just yeah like, because things you know, keep
1: happening to kind of make it seem like it is going to be found yeah. but you're just like oh shit it doesn't and little things just keep happening yeah. and kind of and then that whole
2: I know what you did last summer thing is happening where like this person is almost haunting them you know, is it there is it in their head or is this person actually or is something afoot? You know? Is
1: is there a supernatural thing going yeah. on here? Or is there just someone fucking with them? Yeah. And that's what yeah, this is literally the movie that started that. It might not have been. Maybe this has happened before. Yeah. But for me I feel like there's no way that this isn't... there's definitely
2: isn't... a reason why this is on the Criterion Collection. Yeah, because that's what probably I'm this is the beginning of those. I, I feel like this is like the influence. This yeah. is literally the fucking and like if, the root of the, all yeah. that shit. Like yeah.
1: because you don't you don't have I know what you did last summer. You don't have any of those. A lot movies. of directors are going
2: back. They're they're taking from this Diablo League. You yeah, know, yeah, because it,
1: and again because of the direction done so well, the suspense is done so well. It's done in a way that gets you excited about it. You're just like yes i should kill this person i should kill a bad person but also that's you know the same thing with the other movie it's another just like, movie it
2: reminded me of was bound kind of
1: well i haven't seen bound yeah so.
2: well the whole like uh you know the yeah but yeah whatever well, I bound
1: mean, i haven't seen it so well yeah. yeah
2: i think it's this whole like thing where like uh i forget the two characters names but it's two women like plotting against like the, the like mob boss or something you know okay like, taking money or whatever and then that whole thing it, just that whole team up you know kind of aspect of it you know right where it's right. these two women getting together to kill this guy you know yeah and like you know steal something or take something you know they're obviously gonna like you know kind of live hopefully happily happily ever after but it kind of it twists and turns you know
1: yeah i mean yeah that's like that's yeah. also another great example about power yeah. that power struggle of just like You know, power makes you do stupid things. Power will make, power can be the man Mm -hmm. who treats a wife like shit, but then fucking has a mistress, treats her like shit, but is able to convince the mistress that it's the wife they need to get rid of, that he's the one that's fine. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it just, yeah, it's just like that crazy thing. So, I don't know, should we get in the last thoughts about this? Yeah,
2: let's wrap this part up.
1: Yeah, 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 let's do that. Yeah, let's get your last thoughts, Mono. You go first. Let's get a rating on it. Let, let's hear about what you feel about this revenge flick because, you know, we're talking revenge porn. And I think this is a pretty good, you know, it's not like it's no John Wick, you know, but it is pretty but good. I mean, if you, I, look, I you know, I, I'm just kind of saying this as
2: I like love a action. Dumb, I love John Wick, but I mean.
1: Well, you know, I'm just saying this yeah. as like a dumb man. But like mm. this is like a really pretty great like movie for like women to watch. Yeah, to, like, definitely. really kind of get you to be like, hey, um, yeah, I should stop fucking, like, caring about this man mm-hmm. who's doing all this stupid shit to me. And, like, yeah, me and the mistress and we'll get should that, get together. we'll get into
2: and, that, like, that in Wild Tales, too. Oh, yeah. That's,
1: like, yeah, that's a thing, too. That, yeah, for sure.
2: But, yeah, like, Diabolique, I mean, honestly, when i watching it, like, I was kind of, I don't know, I just wasn't in the mood, maybe, for it, you know? And just her acting, uh, Vera Closette was just like bothering me kind of and it is a little slow you know like it's kind of like it doesn't move like i mean obviously modern day movies just move quicker and have like a sleekness to it mm-hmm. this one i don't know it just kind of like moved, i don't know if like, i would say
1: that but okay
2: what do you mean like
1: i don't think it moves slow but it but i thought give last
2: yeah I, I don't know it just it for me it, moved, it was just moving slower maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset i was just tired or whatever but anyway but But, I mean, you can just see, like, from a script point of view, view, like, filmmaking, like, camera, like, point of view, like, how great this movie really is, you know? And you can see how other directors are probably constantly looking at this film and just, like, taking from it, you know? And learning from it, not necessarily just taking from it or whatever. But, I mean, I have to give it a... a, I'll give it a 3.5 wicker baskets, you know? But, I mean, I can see it on other watches definitely it'd probably get a higher rating from me and just like examining it more, Uh but just from this first viewing for sure, it was just like, I could see like obviously the, um, how people have learned from it and it being a part of cinema and French cinema, you know, like just being, a. Like a staple, you know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know,
1: well, I think the problem is that you just don't like that women have power. (laughs) No, no,
2: that's not it at all. I love women, they have all power. I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: joking. Of course, I'm just kidding. Of course. But okay, well, that's fine. My last thoughts on is that I think that. I'm sort of like on the opposite end of uh, of it with you. I, I think it really was intriguing. I think it was very engaging. I think that's one of the things that really got me excited about. The begi- it. Honestly, Is it right from the beginning that it threw you into the characters, let you knew what was going on, it showed you who was who. Sure, it was a little heavy handed for some aspects, that, but can still, I mention something real quick? Sure. So,
2: so now that you're mentioning the beginning, that was one of the things that was bothering me. Is just, yeah, I like that it was just kind of throwing us into this uh, place, their world, you know, like the whole thing. But I don't know, just the dialogue that what they were talking about, I was just totally uninterested at the beginning, you know, okay. until it started kind of moving when they're like playing, they're really plotting against this guy. You, you know, I get what that you're was saying. A, that was sure. one of the things, you know, like, and then in the next movie where it's, it kind of starts off like that. They're just throwing you into this thing and these people are just having a conversation and I was totally intrigued
1: you okay. know? and ready for the ride. Totally. I, I get what you're saying. I, I can totally see that here. In terms of this film, Diabolique, Diabolique, The Devils, Uh uh, it just, uh, for me, I just knew that, you know, I didn't know anything about it. So I sort of let myself go into trying to figure out what, you know, because I don't know anything about boarding schools and about stuff like that. So that's why that information at the beginning was sort of not, okay, it's not like the most interesting thing, but it was sort of intriguing to me. So I was just like, okay, like I I fell into that, but I I completely understand where you're coming from. Mm But for me, it always felt like the director was going out of his way to keep things suspenseful, keep things interesting, Mm -hmm. keep you involved with the characters, uh, keep you involved with the storyline and, you know, the the moral aspect of what's going on and not just the thriller aspect. Oh, figure Mm -hmm. out the mystery. But it was also about, you know, these people, you know, dealing with the fact that they killed somebody or that they plotted to kill somebody or that, you know what I mean? these different things like
2: who who kill them more so you know like or or
1: or like what like should they be happy about it you know people being kind of happy that he's missing people like you know like not knowing what's going you know it's just like this someone just
2: talking you into something that you really don't want to do
1: right or it's just like this idea of like power it's always power like letting power take you over uh going into power and thinking like well maybe i can stop it but knowing that there really is no way to stop it because there's all these different levels of power and honestly, that will never like, let you run re- from it, you and know.
2: And realizing when you should leave a situation, you know, also that too, and you're realizing like when you should or, yes, something. And realizing
1: when you're literally around a bunch of toxic people that you should. You can be walk
2: out whenever you want. Yes, you should, definitely and not feel bad about
1: it for sure. Yeah, definitely. And so I really think that this film, uh, to me is this is my first time watching it. And the only reason that matters is because I'm a little late to this game, this party, because it's already in the Criterion Collection. But to me, this is like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. is a masterpiece in this type of storytelling. Yeah, sure, that you know there is some acting that may be a little over dramatic, but I think the time uh, sort of excuses that. And I also think the script and the direction and just the overall theme of that idea of power just running you. It, it wasn't. It could have just been this really kind of soap opera opera over dramatic stupid like tale of like tr- love triangle thing where it doesn't really matter and you're just like oh, okay who cares but i think he really made me personally care you mm. know about what's going on and sort of see it in a bigger picture so that's why mm. i really enjoy this movie this for me is like a straight up uh, a five devil mm. uh, a five devil star picture (laughs) i really did enjoy this i'm gonna buy this from criterion um you know maybe they'll send it to me for free i don't know
2: (laughs) maybe let me in the closet
1: one day maybe you know maybe i can grab it in the closet you know i mean you know we're getting pretty popular here (laughs) so but you
2: know another thing is that i noticed is i forgot to mention was there's no score huh
1: there's not very much of a score it's not and that's what i'm saying that's another thing that's what i'm saying like behind the direction he gets us that suspense without having to do kind of the tricks of the trade. That yeah, making most, you feel you know, something sort of right. maybe artificial. Yeah, that most people try to do, you know. Yeah. And, and that's what I think, you know, he did The Wages of Fear, which was redone by um, Frederikin as oh, yeah. a sorcerer. Yeah. And that's why I think he, you know, he's someone that people really, you know, it, you know obviously he's on the Criterion Collection. Yeah. And there's probably people who really know about film who do talk about him. But yeah. he is sort of like a Kubrick in like those things where people are really branching out from yeah like it's crazy to me that no one mentions this film when they mention all the films that are like this yeah because this is obviously an influence and this is obviously the best of it in a way that you know you have someone who has no he has no cgi he has you know he has you know you know actors who are sort of used to that kind of over dramatic acting Mm -hmm. and he's got to worry about that and he's got a bunch of things and he was able to kind of create this really i mean to me again personally a solid fucking piece yeah a solid thriller that really says a lot about not only relationships and getting out of things like that but in terms of like power in general yeah. you know what i mean
2: yeah there was another thing uh i heard about this film be- from i think edgar wright had mentioned it before for some reason i'm not sure why but yeah that's why i heard about it
1: well that makes sense because yeah. you know he no he's a smart guy he, yeah. he watches good films and he does, yes. That's what I mean. Like, I—that's I, what's crazy. Because a lot of people love Edgar Wright. They love his films. Mm-hmm. They love his stuff. And we, you know, I think I, you know, we're and both. And he'll be the first
2: one him. to tell you that there's movies before the Dark Knight.
1: Exactly. And he'll be the first one to tell you there's movies before his movie Baby Driver. Because <laughs> a lot of you people suck Baby Driver's, you know, yeah. toes and. There ain't no reason for you to. And he'll probably be the first one to tell you not to do that.
2: Don't suck those baby toes, people. <laughs> just don't.
1: What I'm saying is that, yes, you, that's what I mean. Like, this is one of those, like, fucking classics that if you're just a movie person, a cinephile, watch this. I recommend this to everyone, even besides that, if you're not yeah. a cinephile. I, I I want to tell everyone, anyone who is just like, hey, I want to watch, like, a, a good thriller. It, this is on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, yeah. It's also on the Criterion it. channel. You should check it out. Um, Like, get yourself, like, this is, like, some really good, and not even, like, a, like, feminist, like, you know, thing, but it's a very good, like, fucking A, like, women, stop fucking worrying about these dumbass men and just do your own thing. Like, seriously, it's a very good, that movie. And I and for it being from the '50s, directed by a man, that's really surprising. to me. It is.
2: It is a good movie. I'm not. I'm not denying anything about it. Of course, uh, it, you know? yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, you know, people yeah. should see this, obviously. And I'm glad I, I watched it. And I'll definitely watch it again later. But at this moment in time, I'm sticking to my story. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <just kidding>.
1: Well, <laughs> you're sticking to your wild tale. Oh. Which is the next film that we're gonna be talking about. We're still talking about revenge here on the Criterion cult. And Ooh. we're getting into Wild Tales, which mm. is my pick for a film that I believe should be in the Criterion collection. It's from Argentina. If you want to say it in, uh, you know, Spanish hits, Relatos Salvajes, mm. I believe. So this is Wild Tales from 2014, <laughs> directed by Damian Cizofran? Cizofran. Cizofran? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, a, again, we're not yeah. good it, But it stars... Dario Glaninete, Nancy Duya Pia, Monica Via, Rita Cortese, Julieta Zelberger, no Zelberberg, and Walter Don- Donado and Ricardo Darian, which is just sort of the main, not I mean not even the main cast because there's a lot of people. There, in the Yeah, store. there's yeah they're all like <laughs> little <laughs> sorry, vignettes. Sorry if I. Butchered those names. Yeah. But I, you know, I tried my best. All right. So, this, I mean, let, let me just give you the rundown. This is about six short stories that explore the extremi- extremities of human behavior involving people in distress. So, basically, it's like six different stories about people
0: who. A little anthology, kind yeah, of. Yeah. A little but, anthology. Of but people by who, the same director. By mm-hmm. the
1: same director yeah. who goes into. The, these people go into like different situations that will have you uh they're about revenge pretty much and some of them are about people getting revenge on people and some of them are about people just acting uh out at each other you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so for instance to get right into it the first segment is about these bunch of people on a plane and they all realize that they all know each other and they all realize that they all know each other because they're connected between one person
2: yeah what is that guy's name again i forgot something uh it was a weird name. I can't even remember now. I can't. So remember. yeah, they're just—they're all connected. They all like these two people were—they just start talking, and they realize they know the same person, and they're on the. And then, some other lady chimes in, and she's like, "I can't." But all, they
1: realize that they know the same person in sort of a bad way.
2: Yes, And they've all had bad experiences. With one this was person. a girlfriend who cheated on him with his only friend. Another guy was a judge on a uh, like a thing that he. He, he he submitted some music to, music to like, like a, a, a like jury, a musical like, yeah.
1: observatory to like get in, and the guy told and the him guy he the, pretty much
2: laughed at him and yeah. told him why he sucked and well, all this stuff like. And they all realize that they all know this person, yeah, because of a bad thing, you know, because something. Let's say they did wrong. They, I mean, well, some of them, you know, did them wrong. And I some mean, wrong.
1: in some ways, you know, and that I guess that's kind of the thing yeah. that what this uh film is really talking about well it's, it's ha- about like that idea of like well you know in this case what the first segment of uh, they're all on the plane so did he do all of them wrong or did they do all of all did all those people do him wrong yeah maybe some people did him wrong in like some way but in in a way you know it was a way that it's just like well that's just how you learn like they weren't really that shitty to you yeah they were just kind of telling you that you weren't as good as you thought you were well
2: yeah that's another thing that's what i really got from this film was uh that you it's how you look at situations yeah you know definitely and how yeah, you can it's you can always make about a, your reaction you can make a shittier thing shittier or you can make a shittier thing better and learn from it and move on yeah and what's from the last segment is kind of they kind of tell you that yeah, but then yeah that's
1: like that's what it kind of like kind of crescendos yeah, at, at the end
2: but it kind of like they she like and kind of, the whole thing is that like uh yeah like
1: you know well, she's going to learn from last segment is a wedding. Yeah. And during the wedding the 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 bride is sort realizes of realizes that, that her husband, husband has, che- has been cheating on well, her with the, someone who's, who's at the wedding. At the wedding, yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And like this guy gives her kind of like advice, and it's like sound advice. is, like, oh, yeah, you can like walk away and you know, be you and do you, or you can still yeah. be with this shitty guy and realize yeah. how shitty he is. And what she you knows, and Basically, she's just kind of realizing
1: there's always going to be shit, yeah. Like what happened to you sucked, but you can move on from it, yeah, exactly, and just you know, get rid of that shit mm-hmm. that's making these that, toxic people, yeah. you know,
2: and toxic situations, yes, yes,
1: it's but. But at the same time, in a lot of the different stories, like for instance, in the first story that we're talking about, they all get on a plane. They all did this person wrong, supposedly. 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 And he basically just kills them. Yeah. He like crashes the plane. Which is.
2: Obviously, it sounds very serious and stuff, but it's, but it's honestly like played funny for laughs And, that's wh- and because that's why Because it's like one of those oh shit moments where like... Yes, Th- and that's
1: why know. I think this, in my opinion, Wild Tales belongs in the Criterion Collection. And why it belongs? Because, you know, we've seen Tales of Revenge, real yeah. serious ones. And Criterion has a bunch of them. Uh, you know, the, the film we talked about previously was one of them. Yeah. But this, I feel like, has a more comedic take. And then we see that yeah, as dark
2: comedy, like, but yeah. also even, I mean, it's still some parts feel like a thriller and then, Oh, it's very serious. You know, still yeah. 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 And just the way it's shot is like almost a little horror movie ish sometimes, but I mean, done really well. Like it's always like, like foreign directors, they always just know how to do things right. Like, well, you know, I like where my... this is if this was an american movie it would just be movie 43 or something
0: you know <laughs> yes, like just yeah, look yeah. god awful like yes you it, it,
1: you would be able to sort of um tell each different vignette different like a uh, little story yeah. you'd be able to tell the difference in like a bad way yeah whereas like here the director really he does then that's what i love about this film he amps up conversations between people and like with, with you know, and sometimes, you know, I, I love it when films don't cut all crazy. Yeah. When they, you know, they're able to just sort of keep the camera on somebody and really let mm. the scene play out like that. But here, I think it really does help that he cuts so much between different uh, perspectives and different mm-hmm. views because it adds to that suspense. Yeah. <clears throat> it adds to, you know, you as a viewer not really knowing what side to ever take the whole time yeah it because does, everybody
2: doesn't feel like you change sides during like yeah. these vignettes like uh, and people's point of views and how they're reacting you know like
1: yeah so for like for instance so we already talked about uh, you know the plane one we already talked about the wedding one but there's like one for instance where there's like a road road rage this one, one which is, is probably my favorite one
2: this, th- yes i really i love this one because it just reminded me of like spy versus spy almost you know sure, yeah. like where yeah, it's just it like have that vibe it just like Definitely. amps up it just keeps on going like it's you know like an what? itchy and scratchy yeah. kind of thing it's just like yeah. yeah one game back at another one doing one like you know just like roadrunner kind of thing like so cartoony but so serious and film so like it just that like that segment's film so great like I yeah love so the way it looks. it's
1: pretty much just this guy in a bmw he's in the fast lane and there's a, an old junk car in front of him. He doesn't want to move out of the fast lane. And so he just kind of keeps fucking with them. The old junk like car. Swerving, like swerving so in front so of him. So doesn't let him get ahead. And, and then finally he lets him on the side. And the guy just pulls up next to him. And he calls him a redneck. I mean this is in Argentina. Yeah. I guess redneck that, asshole. I don't know if that's. Maybe that's just sort of our, like, translation. It might mean something else. They might have said
2: something else in Yeah, it might mean
1: something else in that. Because I was going to say, like, I don't think he would call him a redneck. That's kind of like, I feel like that's not like a, you know, maybe just like a poor person is what he means. He means like a poor person is what he's saying. So that's why, that's why at first you're just like, well, who is the asshole? Yeah. I mean you know, you're on this empty road and you're just like this guy in this car and like some car comes up on you flashing and lights, honking at you and you're like, well, it's empty, dude. Go around me. Yeah. Like, you know, so... But I mean,
2: it, he was just flashing his lights after. But
1: still, okay, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. that's what I love about this film is yeah. that it could have that conversation yeah, that definitely. we can both be like, well, I don't know who is in the wrong. Mm-hmm. And so the guy flips him off, calls him a redneck. But like,
2: but yeah, so too, like how many times have you just like kind of come into uh like a situation like that where you're just driving and like you know like I don't know like how the it just depends on how the person reacts and how you right. react and But that's it's and, one of those yeah.
1: Right, it's like, like that's the point is mm-hmm. that there is never especially with road rage that's yeah. why road rage happens because everyone's so stubborn in that. Yes. And I think that's what, you know, that you know we can talk about the different little segments of this but that's kind of you know, we're talking about power, but it's also about stubbornness. Mm-hmm. It's also about not wanting to back down as, like, you know, that animal and instinct. And just, like, a sense of pride. You yes, know? that animal instinct. That like, people, I'm not going to let this have. fucking
2: guy go past me. I'm yeah. going to fucking drive how I want to drive, yeah. you know.
1: I, uh, he honked at me. Oh, guess what, yeah. asshole? I'm going to do a bunch of stuff to make you honk at me. Yeah. Where it's just like, no, nah, you could have just realized your mistake and just done what you needed to do to, yeah. m- like, let that all go. And yeah, so- and get,
2: be remove yourself from that situation and just live on your merry life and Uh obviously like this whole kind of situation how it kind of climaxes like ends up going to it's fucking insane that's what i'm saying that's in this particular
1: little story the road rage one it really amps that up because there's a bunch of times where he could leave where people can leave where it could just be ended and it just keeps going and going, going and because that's what human nature is that's what we as people would do like look i you know i watch this every time i watch this movie i'm like i'm never gonna honk or flip off anyone again and then as soon as i watch i'm done watching the movie i'm like i'll never do this again i'm like all right i'm gonna go to the store real quick i'm just honking and flipping off everyone i've because been in the car with him ladies because, and gentlemen <laughs> because he i just stop because me. it sort of doesn't feel like you know it feels real while you're watching it but it doesn't feel real like that's going to happen when you're out driving but that's going to happen but yeah it, because but, these are very serious things yeah, people but, do this shit all the time
2: it's always like one of those things where you can give advice but when you're in it you can't take the advice you know like mm-hmm. where you can see you obviously you're, we're watching this, you're watching this movie and you can see that oh yeah you're, you know i don't want to be like that i don't want to do that but then you're in the situation you're and you're doing the same shit. Yeah, you know? and
1: th- and that's and that's what I'm saying. I think that's what I really love about this film is that it it, it is literally like it's for people who love to see red, who love to just like <laughs> you know what, I'm gonna go overboard. They've because- always loved in un- an unwritten Log. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing, seeing red, again. <laughs> red For anyone who knows that reference, please hit us up, email us, and tell Tag us, us, us. That you, tell us that you knew it because. <laughs> nobody's going to when things open back up we're gonna go see <laughs> unwritten law baby we're actually gonna do a uh, a pop-up shop with <laughs> unwritten law and us but that's what i mean like it just it literally is that because that's how i always am i'll just escalate things to the next level for no reason
2: you'll double but, down
1: but you know that you shouldn't do that but yeah. at the same time you're just sort of like in your head where you're like well if i don't act as crazy as everyone else then I'm gonna lose They're
2: crazy can't get well oh, like never I'm mind. gonna lose. You went with that totally completely different way. Than no, that. <laughs> no,
1: but I'm saying like if I don't you know it, so someone, you know, I Honestly I did, you don't I, lose
2: because you're not playing their game.
1: But see, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't realize that at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you even think about the you know the the other little segment where it's a guy who keeps getting he's the guy who does demolitions, right? He blows yeah, up the and he keeps getting his car towed. Mm-hmm. And he keeps trying to explain to them, I didn't know that I couldn't park there. And no one cares. The powers that be don't care about that. They don't give a shit about your personal situation it's not yeah. about personal situation you were just a number you were just a thing yeah. so it's about widespread you know just give it's us a the monopoly money. game yeah we can we, collect money from you yes, now we, we put these we, you, we yeah. made these parking restrictions to make money from you so you know that shut up give us the money yeah right and so he finally is just like no i'm going to have some good fellow shit
0: yeah that he's he gonna, shut to me fucking blow you, you the fuck up yeah.
1: because that's sort of the only way that you can which is pretty crazy, right? Like, that's... You know, I'm, this is kind of serious. But, uh, you know, you, you think about it in terms of, like, the o- Oklahoma City bombing, like, people. Whoa. Like, he was just, <laughs> like, trying to, like... You know, like... And I'm not saying he did that for a good reason. But, but you know what I mean? Like, that's so dumb that the government and, like, fucking people that are running shit make regular people do stupid shit to other people Yeah, for them. Mm-hmm. Like, because we're trying to get back at them. Yeah, that's what like, I realized, so, too, when... Yeah, it's, it's he like plants revenge. the bomb
2: in his car, pretty much, for his car to get towed. Yes, and I was like, obviously, this is not gonna hurt a fucking tow yard. You yeah, know? and it's not gonna—it's gonna, and it's gonna it, hurt other people, and it's
1: not gonna stop them from charging fees. Yeah. It's not gonna do anything. Yeah, and that's you know, and I think that's what was. gonna Tales, go about business pretty much. And you know, obviously, the first one we're talking about, Diabolique, is about—is it about that you know, revenge may not be the best thing to do. It may not be, but I don't know <laughs> cuz I'm not sure. Well, because I mean it's hard the to way because in wild tales there's some stories where you're like, "Well, the revenge makes sense." Yeah, You know? That's the
2: thing about this movie, too, is they all don't just end the same way. The, the little yeah. vignettes, they all have different endings kind of like where it kind of thinks, "Oh, like, oh yeah, maybe I should think that way." But then the sure. next one happens and you're like, "Oh shit, that really didn't go the way yeah. like or should I be, you know, like yeah, it like, I,
1: I might be hurting other people if I do that. Yeah. Or I might be, like, hurting my myself and my family if I do that. But, yeah, and there's some where you're just like, well, you know what? I might hurt myself, but fuck it. This guy's going to get what yeah. he deserves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's just sort of that. A- and that's why I really enjoyed it. Because, yes, you're right. At the end, the wedding one, where she finds out her husband she and she does all this crazy shit. And they both kind of reconcile because they both sort of realize, you know, okay, what can you do? you can forgive so crazy this person you can forgive this person for this stuff and move on mm-hmm. and hopefully they don't do that again and they learn from that and you go from there or you can just keep piling on and escalating the bad things forever <laughs> yeah. until it just explodes and until everyone's going to double
2: down until yes. like because yeah. it's it just stubbornness
1: like, it's just stupidness it's just honestly, nonsense
2: now that i think about it what you're talking about it is like all those endings they can almost be like Interchangeable with either one of the stories, you know, like you oh, could have yeah. done that, you could have done this ending with that story instead, or that, you know, like yeah, it's just the how of
1: the the road rage one could have been the ending of a lot of those ones, yeah, you know, and and, and yeah, like I said, interchangeable, vice versa, or yeah, yeah,
2: it's just one of those things where like, and yeah, that was one of the great things about this movie, like the first like little vignette where they're all on the plane, it's kind of like. Yeah, I'm just along for this ride because of Mm -hmm. how like crazy and ridiculous it is. You know, like it's just setting you up.
1: (laughs) It's very similar. That's why I like that. That's the first one because it's it's very you know that's a movie, uh, uh, kind of concept. Yeah. Where you know the 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 road rage one, even though it kind of escalates, it that's not really a movie concept. That could happen. Yeah. And that probably does happen a lot. Even um, the one about well, the the road
2: rage one is like. I mean, I feel like that's been done in movies and stuff like Duel. For sure, like of course, shit, of course, you know, like, of
1: course. But I'm saying that uh, here down. we're seeing it in more of a realistic way in terms of that. what I like about this movie uh, is that we don't have to care about these characters. Mm-hmm. We just get the little slice of them to where they, they're deep what, enough. Well, they're that's deep the enough.
2: thing too where you, they don't like kind of... They just throw you into these situations, and you do start caring about these characters. Immediately, that's what I'm saying. You know? That's what I mean. They're yeah. they're, they're
1: deep enough, yeah. to where you can care about what's going on, but you don't need a whole movie for every character. Yeah,
2: that was what I liked about this movie too. Is that it? It tells these stories, you know, quick. Like it doesn't drag them on. Like it doesn't like it doesn't take a whole movie to to yeah. do it. You know, like these, you get like you're kind of in and out, but in a good way, you know, yeah. like where it doesn't linger. Like you're not like going, oh, when's the next one going to start? Or when, like these, you're just like really, I I was just really along for the ride on all these vignettes. And yeah. As well I, as the acting. Yeah, the acting well. is great. Yeah. But what, yeah. Like, so the first segment, like I really got into it. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just along for this. This is going to be like, this is just like, this movie just goes like that. Like it's just a breeze, you know? And the first, like kind of like the first, or get no, the second segment, the, the rat poison one. I was along for that one, too. I was like, damn, this lady, like, this this girl's a waitress. and It she... felt very
1: much like a Diabolique, like the movie, like, right? It kind of had that vibe, yeah, it sort did.
2: of. But I was just, I was just, I just liked how down the the chef was <laughs> to kill, like, you know, to take revenge on this guy that had done this uh, waitress wrong, yeah. like, earlier in her life or whatever. It, it, it's
1: you just know? really funny because it is sort of like a... The idea is like, fuck power, but in a sense, it's just like, it really is just like, fuck men. Yeah. Because men are the one that are in power. They're the ones that have the power. And they who have... are doing this stupid fucking yeah. shit, like, yeah. to people, you know? And that's that's what I just really, I really like this one because it, it didn't, it was, you know, because you could do shit like this where yeah. it's just like a bunch of shit about revenge, right? Mm-hmm. It could yes. be the plain revenge shit, but there's no real... Um, substance no backbone behind it you know and i think criterion has a bunch of stuff about revenge on their channel you know in their collection you know but or, nothing like this where it's like dark comedy mm-hmm. where it feels very like and again this is from it's argentina played for laughs and stuff it's played like that for laughs but but it's very serious as well but because yeah yeah there's not nobody's being wacky no one's being stupid it's very serious but it, you know it's also from argentina and you know we don't got a lot of Argentina shit yeah, on. Yeah, not that I know shit. of.
2: Honestly, I I yeah. don't even know if I've seen a film from Argentina. You know, like
1: yeah. And this is a well, I, this is a well-respected film that I think belongs on it.
2: And I think it's not. It's it's easy for just like a, a regular film goer to swallow too. Yes. Like very easy. Yes,
1: like, it, it's not too. Um, it's not too artsy it's not too foreign film it, yeah. it's something that like i think it, it, it the feels way that it's, like it's very dynamic. it's, comedies, very, it's like... very exciting it's very um there's a lot of great shots in this that that i think he he changes it up where there's no uh you know there especially in the in the car uh, road rage scene Yeah. when the the whole thing at the end when they you know when uh, the the cars are kind of crash and they're burning up mm-hmm. and you know i don't want to explain the whole thing but yeah. The way that it's filmed, they're inside the car fighting, and it's just like you know when he's in the car, and it's just like it's close, it's very claustrophobic. You're just like the hearing, sound is muffled. Like, yeah, you just hear these very like uh, you know because they're very close to each other, so they're punching each other, but it's like it's hard to hit each other when you're yeah, close to each they, other. Yeah, so it's like these like really like weird like uh, yeah, uh, like hits, but then the, he'll like cut to like scenes outside of the car, and it just looks like a like. You don't hear anything. It just looks like a car just like fell off the side of the road. Yeah, you can't see anything because they
2: blew a fire extinguisher inside the car. Yes, it
1: doesn't feel as dramatic, you know. And Mm -hmm. I love that he did that. That he was able to kind of show like these big, like dramatic little things that that people go through really aren't that. Mm -hmm. They're not that. You you are making that. You you when you when you over exaggerate when you get into a fight with somebody when you take something to the next level for nothing when someone flips you off on the side of the road or or you have to pay a parking ticket you want to blow up yeah like i said it's how you look at a situation like you can make a shittier you you can make a
2: shittier situation shittier or you can just walk away and move on
1: yeah yeah Yeah. and and that's like and that it is always that it's like that idea of like pride of stubbornness it's it's that idea of like Mm -hmm. well you know so what? This guy was just driving slow in the fast lane. Do I really want to like, you know, be mm. all pissed off and like angry? You know, I have to think about that myself personally. Mm-hmm. You know, watching these films, it just makes me think like, you know, I'm just always like very vengeful, very like people need to get what they deserve. People like, you know, fuck everybody, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I need to like let people know when they're doing something stupid. But it's just always like, well, am I going to be willing to take this to the next level that these other people that I tell that to might? want to take it to you know what i mean yeah. like i i don't know i don't you know you, you can't just say something to somebody anymore they might want to just like shoot you yeah but, exactly you they know? have a knife
2: or like a weapon anything a gun obviously yeah. you don't like you obviously you don't know how someone's gonna react to something and that's yeah, what i just, think about all the time is yeah. when like a situation is starting to escalate i was like exactly
1: the next time someone uh, you know it uh, cuts me off or flips me off I'm driving. I'm gonna out.
2: fucking drive them off the fucking road no <laughs> I'm no just I'm joking. just I'm just gonna I'm fucking joking. pull
1: up next to them roll down the window and pull up, pick up my copy of Wild Tales and be like please watch this <laughs> check this out please check out our episode uh, you know what
2: a, <laughs> this really reminded me of too was Code Unknown a little bit just how this like it's the stories of these different things happening you know and you're kind of put in these situations like and you don't know how to think about them sort of immediately, obviously, you know, like
1: sure, yeah, it doesn't give you a, um, it's not telling you to feel one way or the other yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. for
2: sure. It kind of, yeah, it doesn't lead you towards this way, like, oh yeah, that guy was right or this guy was wrong, you know. Yeah. And also, there's a shot in here. Was this encoded in into unknown too, as well? When it's from the ATM perspective, when they're typing in the code, in the pin code, was um, that encoded unknown?
1: It's not the same. Like they they do it. That's a good thing to bring up because they usually. I think they might have done it from the perspective of the screen. I feel like uh, in Wild Tales, it's the first time you've seen it from the what pin pad from the pin pad. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay,
2: so in Coderen, it's from the screen. I believe so. Yeah, but it was very similar. It is similar. Yeah, it was just one of those things. That's true. That was just something I noticed. Yeah, no, that's very true. That's another thing about Wild Tales. It has it. This film is just film, so goddamn great. Like, yes, yeah. There's that when the, when the, when the wife is leaving the wedding, how the the camera's on the door and they push the door open and just kind of like you know from the kitchen or whatever, like it goes right. along with and it. Like, yeah.
1: The the camera's on the door as yeah, it opens and, and closes. Like, yeah. You know, goes with yeah. And then with you the see door, the you know, husband and come he behind. does it too. You yeah. know, that. it just yeah, had a lot yeah. of great shots like. And that's what I mean. It, it didn't. It was focused on. Uh, Also doing that, but also telling the story. Also telling the stories and like giving like a a reason for you to keep interested in these stories. And not just being like, oh, they're about violence and revenge. Yeah, it didn't take
2: away from the stories. I mean, it was just told like how it was told. I mean, this is just something you notice when you're watching films, obviously. But it was just like they were doing so great on just telling the story and showing the things and the characters and the actors were like, I don't know. They fit everything well. I was just so invested in every story. I mean I don't know what which one I can actually say was my favorite because I just liked them all so much. You know? Really? Like, okay. You know, I would I, I, mean, I like the road I, wage I, one a lot.
1: I would say that's probably my favorite. And I But I really the, love the wedding one.
2: The wedding one is great too. So is the the drunk driving one. That is a really that good is one. like and, and just I'm, the way it ends is so fucking good like it is good and the way it plays out yes
1: Uh, the drunk driving one is sort of um it's good that you bring that up because really quick i just want to compare it to high and low which is a a kira kurosawa which is sort of about the same thing not really Mm -hmm. but like in high and low so he is like there's this guy who's like a famous businessman and these guys say that they kidnapped his kid Mm -hmm. and He's like, oh shit, okay, I'm w- I'm willing to pay the ransom. I'll pay whatever. Yeah. And then the 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 his like help the guy who helps around the house comes in and is like, oh, I actually have your kid. They kidnapped my kid. And so the whole dilemma is like, oh shit, maybe I don't want to pay after all. Oh. <laughs> and so it's not really similar, but it's kind of that same idea. Yeah, it's where like where it's just like okay, um, these different my elements. Kid, my kid, uh, uh you know, d- you know, uh, did a hit and run. And so I'm a very rich person, powerful person. Should I pay all this money to all these people who are going to take advantage of me to to help this yeah. the cover that up? Should I pay all this money? But in the first place, so you're kind of you
2: know, like you're paying this guy to take the fall for your son. Yes, and his life is not as important. Like, that's you know, what I mean. I but think I think he
1: really that's what I really liked about that segment too, yeah. because I feel like he he wasn't like a complete asshole that guy kind of felt like, ah, oh, shit, I don't want to make my gardener or, you know, yeah. my help do this. It was just kind
2: of the situation you're in and how you react yes. to things. And it, in that situation, yeah, I think you're kind of going to, like, yes, you want to save your son, but after, like, how things kind of play out, it's like, no, fuck this, like, you know, Yeah, fuck no, this, you. Like,
1: and, that, and that's why I think this should be on the Criterion Collection. Yeah. I think this should be a movie that should be seen by a lot of people because it's a great, like, yeah. what would you do film yeah. in Wild Tales. It gives you these situations, maybe not the first one, but like all the other ones are more are really just like, well how would you react to this? Mm-hmm. how would you you know how would you go about you know if, if these road rage situations or that situation you know your, your son, gets in a, a, a hit and run accident and you have a way that you can maybe get them out of it but you have to pay these lawyers and all these people yeah, and, the cop, and you have, you yeah, know, you have like, to do all these all these things. And then
2: they just start trying to get as much yeah, money and, and as they, they can out of you. They obviously know?
1: extort you because you, know, the, you, know, yeah. you have no choice. They think you're, you're backed up into a situation. Or and this guy even, does the
2: right thing. He takes a shower, he thinks it over and he realizes now oh, fuck all these yeah, guys, you you guys. Yeah, hey, and and he says fuck all you guys. Hey, he literally
1: you son, I gave like, you the best education, you fucked it up. Get your shit yeah. together, yeah. and honestly, that would be my shit too. Yeah, why like, not? That's what I mean. Like, that's what I. It's both of these movies are really about that idea of like power of mm-hmm. of that people in power, whether it's like their sons or thing, they they're able to get away with this shit yeah. just because they have that idea of power. Mm-hmm. But it always switches. It can change at any yeah. time. It, it cannot be yours for a little a little situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other people can always get an advantage of you. If even if you have a bunch of money if or you whatever, play the game. Yeah, yeah. You if know? you just go into that stupid. But shit. But if you don't
2: play it, I mean, maybe you'll just win. You and know? the
1: Criterion Cole is not here to play the game. Baby. Call their bluff, baby. Joe Rogan. We're not gonna fucking give you any money. <laughs> we're not
2: going to Texas. <laughs> we're staying right here in Los Angeles. Hell yeah,
1: L.A. City of <laughs> Dreams. All right, Jordan, Hollywood.
2: So give me your last wild tale before we hell yeah get into this. Right.
1: This is why I believe it should be on the Criterion collection wild tales is from argentina and this particular director unfortunately hasn't done a lot of stuff that really stands out but for this particular film to really be in that revenge kind of comedy dark comedy um you know world it really dominates it and a lot of people don't really ever bring this up in any way they should be a film that people talk about when they talk about like dark comedies, especially revenge thrillers, where it's just, you know, it's filmed not like a comedy, but it is. It has a comedy. It has comedy, those I moments, think. but it's yes. not bad where it's, yeah. where it's cringy, kind of. Yeah. Like, and the acting yeah. is fantastic. Everyone is taking this shit seriously. And you feel like the everyone who's playing these characters is these particular characters. Especially because, you know, unfortunately, I don't know all these actors because i don't watch enough you know foreign stuff really mm-hmm. especially argentine and stuff to kind of know who they are but to fill them in these roles i think they fill them perfectly there's never someone who i'm like well that actor didn't convince me that they were this everyone makes sense with what they're yeah, doing everyone's so convincing in their roles. yeah like especially just... because they're able to to follow that tone yeah. to kind of toe the line between seriousness and dark comedy. And never feel like, oh, well, fuck, this guy's over-exaggerating, or this guy's being too serious, or this guy's being too stupid or funny. It's always, like, really solid. And, you know, it just... In terms of... I just want more people to see it. And, you know, they have a Blu-ray out of it. I own it. But it's only got a little documentary about it and kind of an interview with the director. I would really like to hear commentary. I would love to, like, see what the actors kind of, you know, what they feel about the the idea of the script, like why they read that script particular, and we're just like, oh, yeah, like, fuck, like, let's do this. Because, you know, it could be sort of uh, taken as, well, this is just a typical uh, script about we're just doing revenge stuff. It's just a violent, funny thing. But it's really not, on, you know, on the surface it's that, but yeah. like deeper it's really about a lot of things. It's about power. It's about that idea of you you know, sometimes going against power isn't really the best thing because you might just ruin yourself. You know, in different situations, it's about, like, different things, different ideas of how you handle situations. It's a literal literal what-you-would-do film. And I really think that, you know, Criterion has a pretty wide variety of films, but they don't have something like this, at least not that I've seen yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing feels like this in the Criterion collection, and this feels... And from the people that I know who have watched it, from that I've talked to, who really know about this film, mm-hmm. that I was told to watch this film from, they, you know, it's really like something that stands out from everything. It doesn't, it's not just, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is just, it could have just been like, oh, I'm just bringing this to the collection because, oh, it's really funny because... uh there's a bunch of like uh, cool violent stuff or like Mm -hmm. there's a really uh, a quirky revenge thriller or something you know there's a guy in a plane who crashes everyone in the plane because they don't (laughs) like him you know but it's more than that I feel like I feel like it it elevates that so that's why I feel like it should be in the collection and so you know I don't know what do you Mm, think
2: those are some great uh, tales you just
1: told right now (laughs) that's as wild as as a tale as I'm gonna get
2: but yeah I mean honestly I can't argue with you about this film i mean i was pulled in like immediately you know like just from the plane story it's just so kind of out there wacky it feels like a sketch but you know not just some sketch like it's sure it yeah, yeah. feels cinematic in all those ways where it, like you know
1: that especially the first one it, the that, first that one's probably the most sketchiest one Out yeah of, yeah it feels very like a like a that would be like a really good uh, sketch because you know I you know I took a few classes at UCB yeah. and uh, you know uh, I would bring something like that pretty genius you know something. yeah and it
2: just the way it plays out it just goes like full throttle pretty yeah any polar you know? would
0: love that yeah. yeah yeah
2: and one of the things about film too is just that you know this is like yeah this movie is for everyone kind of I feel like you know and it's one of those movies yes. that is just. Like, if you never have anything to say about a movie, this film is going to drag that out of you easily, you know? Not just like, you know? It's just like, that's what I love about, I mean, both these films, Diabolik, it's like, I didn't, I mean, on first watch, I didn't, I mean, I got it, but I mean, it's that, like, I wasn't feeling it as much as Jordan was, but it's still after, like, oh, like, it made me think after still and have a conversation about about it, it, you know? Right, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, Wild Tales. Like, immediately, I was watching this. I was like, "Oh fuck, man!" I was like, "This is just like I just can't wait to talk about this film. Like, just everything is so like spot on." Like, yeah, it I just, wish we
1: can get like I wish we can go into details yeah. of, like every single segment yeah. that they have. But we, yeah, that would be yeah, too we could long. do
2: an episode on every single uh, on every single like segment. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're just played perfectly. I mean, like, it's just so weird that I haven't. I mean, I think I was there when you bought this movie, and I, I was like. I didn't think anything about it.
1: I bought it on Amoeba, baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, not R.I.P. No, R. They're, I they're
2: opening up on, on uh, whatever Hollywood. Hell yeah, go to Amoeba in Hollywood. And hopefully they open up soon. But anyway, it was just like, like god damn. Like, I mean, how the Road Rage one just feels like a spy versus spy, like brought to life, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, And even the way That's... it ends is like so spy versus spy, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and itchy and scratchy, you know? Like, yeah, no, yeah. And, like, and the wedding one, like they were they were just all so fucking good like that's why it's so hard for me to pick one i mean i just loved every one after another like the rat poison one was i thought was great too like it was just and the wedding one like that one just started i was like i was like eh, maybe this one's gonna like yeah but it would the way it just ramps up and like the way the bride just kind of like you know says what she's gonna do to the husband like to his face and he just like pukes after yeah. all that and it's just yeah. so fucking good yeah there's
1: like, like and then so yeah because yeah the bride finds out the husband's cheating on her so she like goes up to the roof and she meets this like chef yeah that works at the, the whole chef, shop yeah so she ends up having sex with him but like she like tells the fucking husband like oh you know what like You're gonna like I'm I'm gonna gonna stay married to you. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna stay married. I'm gonna have sex with whoever I want, and if you say anything, I'm gonna fucking like take Mm -hmm. you for everything you got and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And he's like starts throwing up, (laughs) and then like the chef. That she had sex with goes up to like help him, and he looks at him, and he throws up again. I thought that was just like so because like, he already sees the guy. Like, oh, yeah, he's just oh, like, oh, oh shit! Like she had yeah. sex with you. That's like really yeah. funny. <laughs> it's
2: like so stupid. Yeah. But that's like, but that, that's funny, <laughs> one that's, of those things. He's not even like a bad looking guy. Like, but it, just in that situation where you're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh fuck this guy. Like you know, like yeah, it's like so many like, like oh.
1: layers of just like, oh shit! Like, yeah. not only did I fuck up, but she just yeah, it, yeah. It's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what else I could say about this film, but yeah, I mean, be stupid enough not to let it in the fucking collection, the Criterion Collection. That yeah, is. hell yeah, <laughs> it, it I just, think
1: it deserves a release, and I think a lot of people. Yeah, agree I want to own this. Me. Like,
2: where's the essay on it, a Criterion? Where's the dope ass artwork for this? Like, where are you at on oh, this yeah. one? You know, like, come yeah. on.
1: And, and, and again, you know. You know, a criterion, you know, they have to deal with legal stuff. They might not be able to get the rights on things. Yeah, we understand that. Yeah, so we get that. This is just a podcast that we're just sort of exaggerating the fact that they shouldn't be doing these things. We understand that. But if there is no case with that criterion, you're fucking up. (laughs) Uh, We're going to do revenge on you if you don't get this shit out on the collection. Because... I, think, I get it on
2: the channel, something. Yeah, Cause I, at we,
1: least do a spotlight on the channel yeah. for sure. Because this this definitely deserves uh, uh, like eyes and ears. Because yes, it, people would really be like, "Oh shit!" Like this is like one of those movies that I feel like, you know, when we were younger. It's like one of those films that you just like want to tell people about. Yeah. You're just like, "Oh, you you haven't heard of Wild Tales? What?" Yeah like it's an argentinian like movie that's just like got these like six stories that are like crazy you know yeah. and th- and that's what i that's what i'm trying to get with this episode that's why i brought it because i think it belongs in there you know
2: yeah and again the subtitles are in english so <laughs> yeah it's a real so it's so real, don't real worry <laughs> you'll be
1: able to understand what they're saying it yeah. happens you know you know if 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 you're worried about subtitles i you know just fucking yeah. i just fuck fuck off <laughs> all right Thank you guys so much for listening. So
2: I'm glad you brought this Wild Tales to the collection today. Yeah. yeah to that the show.
1: Right? Yeah. I it, you know again I'm always bringing solid shit. <laughs> yeah. This is good.
2: that this was great. I love this. All right. Sure.
0: That's but great to hear. There was
2: one thing. What what happened uh, recently on the Criterion Channel, Jordan? What's what movie do they have? Did they put on there?
1: Well, so they ha- So it's not. It doesn't mean that it's officially going to be on the collection, but. They recently just put Coolie High up there as a spotlight film that you can watch on the channel, which is obviously something that Mondo had brought rec- or well, well, not recently, but in one of the episodes. The second
2: round of, uh, yeah, it was my second round pick. It was like yeah. Days and confusing Coolie High. So who And knows? so it's on the channel, so
1: yeah. I think people so who should knows? be it, watching it. It might it's... be inching its way into the yeah. collection. Who knows? Hopefully, that would be Because that fucking... movie does need a good release. No, man, and... That would be fucking yeah. solid as hell. Yeah. And that's why, that's what I'm saying. You guys need to listen to our podcast because we're, we're we're not, we're, predicting we're, not shit. we're not
2: just blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, we're yeah. not
1: just fucking bring whatever movie. We're, we're searching we're, for these films. Yeah, we're trying to find things that we feel like you know really deserve special treatment, restored,
2: so, you know, all that.
1: Yeah. So get on the Criterion Channel. Not even even that. If you can find Cooley High anywhere, just fucking rent that shit. It's mm. certainly worth it. But also. Check out
2: Wild Tales, and Wild damn, Tales. This was a great episode.
1: Get on that shit. Thank great you guys so much feature. for listening. This is a double feature for the ages. And I picked it. <laughs> I mean, New Beverly needs to hit me up because we're gonna mm. fucking put together a whole thing. A whole fucking thing. Fuck mm. Quentin Tarantino and his shit. <laughs> I'm putting together these dope double features. Follow me at Young Jane Fonda, at uh on Instagram, and then also follow the uh Criterion Cult. At Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram as well on Twitter at Criterion Cult. Please rate us on iTunes as well as Spotify. We would love to hear your guys' feedback. Anything you guys have to say, we when we, we, po- you know, when we
2: post something on uh, Instagram Make a comment. Yeah, tell us what you <laughs> something. Uh, you hate give us, us some, you love us.
1: Give us some pairings. Yeah. Tell us what you would like to hear on the yeah. Criterion Cult. Be like, hey, bring this movie and pair it with this film. We'd love to hear that shit. We just want to hear. Yeah. We just want to talk film with you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, and I'm, I'm Armando Vizu.
2: You can follow me on Instagram at save mon- save underscore mondo and in Twitter, Instagram letterbox. And yeah, join the cult.
1: Join the cult. Don't fuck around.